Hey friends, welcome to the Next Step Leadership Podcast, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step. I'm Tracy Reynolds, and my partner in crime for the Next Step journey is Chris Maxwell. Together we hope to inspire, assist, and create the confidence you need to take your next step in your personal growth, your vocation, your spiritual life, or maybe your calling. Thanks for joining us. Well, come on, let's dive into this week's episode of Next Step Leadership. I'm Chris Maxwell, and I'm here with my friend Tracy Reynolds. Uh, Tracy, uh, Next Step Leadership, here we are thinking about next steps, and it's uh, like the middle of the summer. Um, let's, let's think about ways that we can um, not just lead well, but, but live well. I mean, live in better ways and, and in this hurried, rapid pace of life. Um, just kind of hit pause in the middle of the summer and find ways to reflect, uh, to uh, become more refreshed and strengthened. Um, what thoughts come to your mind as we're thinking about that? Well, my first thought is that my buddy Chris Maxwell has written a series of books on this whole topic of pausing. And while I'm, I'm fine for us to sell some books, that's not my reason for bringing that up. But what absolutely precipitated that was the reality that in our culture, in the West, we don't do this well. We just don't take enough time to stop. And um, I, I kind of start my day with a stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get up early and I, I do love that time of day, but there are many times when I don't, I'm not ready to get up because I'm still sleepy. I'm still tired. This morning was a prime example of that. But I know that that time in the morning to just be still, be quiet, to read, to reflect, to write, uh, yes, probably have a little time with my friend Chris Maxwell via text. That's going to replenish me and help me. So the pause part, just being intentional about stopping, planning that, putting that into part of my everyday existence, but also into my annual plan. Uh, the summertime for all of us, I hope, is a time when we do pause, just kind of do something. If it's no more than a week, if you can't take a week, then take a day. Take a couple of days, take a weekend, make a long weekend, and just do something that's different. We've had staycations. Uh, I think everybody right now is sick to death of staycation. COVID was a staycation. We just want to get somewhere. I had some friends over the weekend that I saw that were at the local state park, not 20 minutes from their home, but that's where they're going and camping out, doing something a little different, didn't spend a whole lot of money, but they were having a blast. That's what I'm talking about. That's good. And um, we need to see that as a priority. I mean, it needs to be like top of the list right now. We need to do this where we uh, just choose to be intentional. And and you mentioned pause. You have written four books in the pause series. Pause, um, uh, that's the first one. And I didn't know that there would be more going along with that. But I guess... I needed to <laughs> to practice <laughs> practice what I wrote about enough uh, to I needed to continue writing about it. So pause uh, for moms, uh, pause for pastors, mm. and then pause with Jesus. And uh, there's just so many angles as I was writing those books because I needed I needed to write it for myself, yeah, so that I could practice this theory that I teach about and talk about and write about. I need to become better at just choosing. You know, be intentional. Choose to hit pause in the middle of the hurry, and notice the wonder all around us. Mm. And uh, it it helps me to go back and just kind of rewind. And um, 
recently, back in May, uh, put one of the blog posts, and you and I have talked about it. Just some, I gave it the title, Thoughts and Questions for the Summer. And I went back and took portions from a variety of different chapters in pause, and I just put those in the blog, and those have been helpful to me as reminders of, Chris, don't just write about this, uh, do this. Yeah. Uh, to be intentional, and a couple of the a couple of the questions, and I want you to th- to talk to me about how this uh, some good ways that this could work for us to okay. become better at it. Uh, what are practical ways you would advise yourself to notice what you normally ignore? And then I followed that with this question: What are practical ways you would advise yourself to ignore what you normally worry too much about? Mm. Well, my first thought. I'm going to start with the second one first. Okay. Uh, those things that vie for our time that just seem to say it's the tyranny of the urgent, right? It's the old idea that anything with a buzzer on it or a notification on it uh, seems to get our first attention because it's it tells us it's important when most of those messages are trivial. So most of the things I get on my cell phone uh, are probably not. Uh, turn the notices off. Just turn them off. Uh, I rarely ever have my ringer on on my phone, but I do have the buzzer on. Uh, and put it aside. And then focus on the things that I tend to miss. I was driving out of this parking lot last night, and I thank God for the mental acuity of being able to see a sunset. And I probably had about three or four minutes, Chris, because it was just it had just kind of passed what was probably the apex of its beauty. But here, driving out of this parking lot at the, at the church, some of the most beautiful sunsets ever. I'm so thankful that I noticed those. But I had to just take a minute. I, I remember slowing down my pace, just looking over the horizon, and just stopping and saying, Thank you, God. Thank you for that. It just felt like a tiny little gift to remind me that, hey, you know what? At the end of the day, it's all going back in the box, man. It's all it, it's all going to be, it resets and recalibrates what's really important to me. There's a God who's bigger than that, and yeah, I'm tired, but man, man, God's got this. I can be at peace. I'm I'm just trying to learn that. I'm I'm trying to become better at it, and I'm I'm I stare straight ahead at the next uh, plan, but I'm I'm learning. I hope I'm learning to notice what is right beside me. In in the last few weeks, uh, where Debbie and I are living, uh, I've been able to to see a rabbit. I've been able to see a deer. Um, I see a lot of squirrels, but I don't count them as unusual because <laughs> there are so many of them. Um, but uh, this chipmunk just running into the woods and noticing those moments. Mm-hmm. A lizard. I've named the lizard Liz, and I've been writing about her. <laughs> but it's it's like just taking a picture of her and and remembering uh, just in this moment, I can I can take a deep breath. I can look at the frog over in the side. Um, and, and I can realize that life is not to be all about my three goals for today. Right. And because of that understanding, I will be more likely to achieve those goals if I'm not obsessed with them. If I can notice the rabbit running through the yard, if I can notice the deer off at a distance, or if I can notice this 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 cute little chipmunk that's running away from me, mm. and I can meet my friend Liz and 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 realize again that ah I do not have to be controlled by the hurry. Mm. Mm. 
I try to get up early in the morning, not because I, I think it's some kind of virtuous activity. It's just the only time when my world is quiet and slowing down, uh, taking a minute or a few minutes to read, taking a few minutes to write, taking a few minutes to, to just pause and to take a deep breath and maybe uh, take a sip of coffee and just wait and, and not be in a hurry. Um, I just find that it's hard for me. I, I love what you said earlier. I'm learning this. Man, I hope I never come across like I feel like I've got it together because I don't. Uh, I literally have to remind myself all the time, slow down, slow down, slow down. Um, less really is more, not more is more. Uh, but I find that I make better decisions when I'm not in such a hurry. That if I just slow down and give myself time to, to think that through or, or maybe review what happened and to think, well, what was that about? Or why, maybe, why was I so touchy about that? What was it about that? And realize it had probably nothing to do with the person and the circumstance. It probably had more to do with, with something else going on in me. Uh, but I wouldn't see that if I didn't slow down just a little bit. And, and what's the old phrase? Stop and smell the roses. Or sometimes it's stop and notice the pain. Mm. Uh, Tracy, I recently had an appointment uh, with my neurologist. And so that trip is about almost 100 miles from my house. And, and uh, I, I mean, the appointment was, was good if you look at the big picture. But it was a reminder to me of the weaknesses of Chris Maxwell dealing with health issues, living life with epilepsy, with brain damage, and hearing him. I mean, my neurologist was making statements in positive ways. I mean, everything he was saying was, Chris, this is what you're doing is good, but what I'm hearing is I'm going to be on anti-epileptic medication the rest of my life. I'm always going to struggle with memory issues. I'm, mm. and, and so my ride back... I, I had some conversations with people, but but I didn't I didn't turn the music on the way I normally would. I didn't turn the sports channel on to uh, to listen to stories, which in that moment would have been avoiding mm. this reflection that I needed to do. Um, and it helped me to reflect and to talk to the right people about that conversation because I needed to hear. I needed to hear his words as a positive and not just dwell on the negative parts of that. So I think it, it could help it could help me, it could help you, it could help others if we just take time to take that deep breath, swallow slowly, mm-hmm. you know, again, breathe deeply and listen well and open our eyes, open our ears, hear what is around us, see what is around us. And, and not think so quickly about how will I lead others, mm. but dwell on where am I now? How am I doing? Yeah. Am I okay with where I am now? Am I okay with how I'm doing? Who do I need to talk to about where I am and how I'm doing? Those are, those are important issues for me, Tracy. Yeah, they really are. And I remember that. That conversation, I remembered you going, and I remember praying for you that day because I know you. I knew that was going to. It always does seem to throw you back because it is. It's that reminder. And I remember reaching back to you and saying, you know what, but but Chris, God's perfect. God's power is made perfect. Where? It's in our weakness. 
He, he majors on our minors. And, and I, I remember uh, a couple weeks ago, I was with a friend. The, the man who brought me into this world is Dr. Skelton. Dr. Skelton, I think, is 95 years old. And he's, his mind is unbelievable. Well, I was talking to his daughter, and I said, well, how's Dr. Skelton? She said, well, you know, he's 95. He's starting to miss a step physically. And, and uh, he had said to her the day before, he said, you know, I just feel like I'm starting to, 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 to skip a little bit, just to miss a little bit. And she said, well, I'll give you that. She says, you know, Dad, I used to say, you know, you're about uh, 10 steps ahead of everybody. He says, well, she says, well, now I think you're only about seven or eight. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I felt like I needed to say to you is, Chris, you're only about seven or eight. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're another year older. It's every year when I go get a physical I'm reminded of of all the things he can. My doctor brings up everything. I think he goes to birth, but I love that he cares about me so specifically. Yeah. But it does remind me of all the different little maladies and stuff. And then I wait for him to give me that grade. You know, at the end to say, "Well, you just here, you're that's and such." But your question: Am I okay with that? Yeah. Am I okay with that? Learning to be okay. Now, I'm not talking about being complacent, Chris. I'm not talking mm-hmm. about. Uh, not wanting to to grow and progress. I mean, we're calling this thing next step leadership yeah. because we care about that. But I'm not talking about. But it is based on a level of accepting where I am. The painful reality that these are the limitations. This is what this is the the, the deck I've been dealt. This is where we are right now. But pausing to be refreshed, pausing to get that that man to inhale again. Not just exhale all the time, but inhale and just slow down and let the heart rate slow down so that I can uh, just take a bit of stock about where I am so that I can be better calibrated or recalibrated for that next step, for this next season. And it's almost summertime. It's going to be by the time this airs, it'll be almost over. And it's not too late for you. to. I, I go to the beach end of July. And what I know is I'm going to get up early. I'm going to walk. I'm going to talk with my mom. I'm going to talk with my, my, my wife. I'm going to have a long time in the car. I look forward to that for all the reasons we're talking about because it helps me to slow down before we speed up again. Boy, that's so good. And Tracy, here are a few more lines uh, that, I want, that I want to become better at applying. Um, believe in a bright future. Maybe your previous chapter did not finish well. Maybe your dreams did not come true. Maybe your questions found no answers. But today, turn the page. Open a new life chapter. Begin a new story. Guide the story with faith and hope and love. Wow. That's a great reminder, Chris. Um, I might be frustrated. I might be disappointed. I might even be disenchanted or disillusioned. But I love that. Turn the page. Yeah. There's a new paragraph here. God wants to write a new chapter. And he'll start right in the center of the mess I'm in. Start right where we are. And this will be the day the Lord has made. And we will begin to rejoice because we know that, that God holds our future. And he holds us in the midst of that. And it's going to be all right. Yeah, because of that, that's the perspective that can motivate us uh, to grasp that phrase that we like to use, that our next step will be our best step. Thanks for joining us on Next Step Leadership. 
the weekly conversation dedicated to your personal growth and leadership development. Chris and I are so glad you dropped in. You can find us on all your favorite podcast providers. Hey, do us a favor and hit subscribe. And if you really want to help us, give us a rating. We so appreciate your support. Chris Maxwell is the author of 10 books, including Pause with Jesus, Underwater, A Slow and Sudden God, and his latest book of poetry, Embracing Now. You can find links to all of his work and our social media information at our website, nextstepleadership.buzzsprout.com. Our featured music is by Casual Americans. Follow them on Instagram at Casual Americans. And new music is coming soon. We release Next Step Leadership each Thursday, so join us next week on the Next Step Journey, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step.